Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite TV shows. We are an inclusive recap show. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. I need to see AKA Watch Me Leave and I'm my voice. Yes. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs. And I'm here with a special guest because Jazz cannot be found. We have no idea where he is. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he is not lying in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> but we have someone even better. We have one of our guests who we've had on a long time ago. Uh, we had you on for what was it? It was it was a... Uh, I think it was House of House of Dragon. House of the Dragon. We've had yeah. you on for House of the Dragon. And you are a comedian known as the Funny Falafel. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So excited to be back here. Just want to preface by saying a huge fan of the podcast and all the work y'all are doing is amazing. Thank you. Um, absolutely. And uh, just a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm Ibrahim. Uh, I'm Egyptian-American. I... Uh, live in New York City, South Jersey City area. Um, and uh, yeah, I love to do stand-up comedy whenever I can. Uh, the Funny Falafel is my Instagram name that I thought would be easier to say than Ibrahim Alcazaz <laughs> every single time. So that was the name that I went for. And uh, I'm a big nerd. I'm big into Marvel, DC, all these kinds of things, especially movies and TV shows. Um, I'm really into it. So really excited to be here. Love it, man. Love it. Well, thank you so much, man. And I got to check him out just a few days ago at a special fundraiser for Palestine. And that was really cool. I was really excited to run into you. And you had a really great set, man. It was really, really fun watching you do your thing. I, I was really excited. Yeah, I appreciate it. That was a great night. It was um, organized by the Thakap Foundation. And they did an amazing job because it was like uh, almost like a packed house, I think and uh getting to do like a set in, in front of people and then running into you so randomly yeah. i didn't recognize you in real life by the way oh that's I, right I was, we never met in real life i just yeah, realized that you're right crazy I, I you were like oh it's so good to see you again i was like who are you and you were like we did a podcast together i was like wait names, I know <laughs> that is crazy. funny yeah. i i ran into a few people and they always say that like you're taller than i thought you were so i guess like i am angled in a certain way where i'm like my perception is like i'm tiny because i would have a count camera up high so it makes me look tiny uh but yeah That's man true. it's it was really cool to say the docket foundation is an amazing uh, uh, organization i'm actually friends with the organizers so aisha aksa and uzma are are good friends of mine and they put the event together uh, for palestine and it was really really cool uh so many amazing artists from all types of like Middle Eastern background, South Asian background, uh, all there for one purpose. Apparently, uh, they had a concert after a little bit, uh, yeah. and it, it got down. So that was really, really cool. I'm a little too old to be like <laughs> at concerts. So I, I, I had to bounce a little early. Plus, I'm like in Jersey, so I had to like I had a long drive. But it was really cool, man. I am really excited to see all the stuff that you have planned in the future. Um, 
But let's talk about what we're here to talk about, and that is the end of the DCEU with Aquaman. What are your thoughts about the DCEU ending? End of an era. I'll say that it was. I I got it. It it's been. It feels like it's been years of us looking at this thing that is the DCEU, and we have this perspective, and we're always comparing it to MCU and so on. And it's like, it's interesting to me that this is gonna end because now there, it's not as easy of a crutch to go. Oh well, it's a DC movie. It's not gonna be good or something like that. We might have a fresh start. We might have an interesting new opportunity so i have a little bit of hope for the future and uh i'll miss i'll miss all the jokes that i used to make about dceu i'll be honest (laughs) i love making fun of some of the weird tropes they had like their obsession with parents and a lot of their movies are obsessed (laughs) about moms and things like that so it's martha Martha. (laughs) why did you say that name (laughs) the entire plot point of that movie <laughs> rested on the fact that they both have the mom with the same name. Dude, <laughs> all due respect to everyone, like that that was one of the I I laughed so hard when that happened. Like I was so confused why a major plot point is based on them having the same name. Like, what if his mom was Maxine? Like, is that I it? Know. Is she dead? Is is that I didn't understand it made zero sense to me at all. <laughs> I, I get the point that like the fact that like he said his mom name humanized him a little bit to Batman, but I'm like, you could have found a better way to put that across than him yelling out his mommy's name. <laughs> I, I I will die on this hill. They had to do anything else. That that really messed with me. I'll actually take a second real quick here and, and mention as well because I've gotten the chance to work with some of these teams in some capacity. So I'll just quickly mention all of my opinions are my personal own opinions, just as a heads up and and check in. But I will tell you, I have me and my best friend have had a ten year duel about the Martha scene because we just keep coming back to it, and it's so bad. It, like it hurts. It hurts so bad. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I love that this scene is still giving you like heart problems <laughs> to this day. <laughs> You know what it was, Deves, is because when I when I was watching the movie in, in Turkey, actually, and they have mm-hmm. the break in the middle of the movie. And halfway oh. through the movie, they have the break. So in the break, I'm checking in with my friends. Oh, the movie's going pretty well. And I tell them, the only thing I'm worried about is that in Man of Steel, they had this whole shtick where he gets mad and punches a guy because he says his mom's name. He says, don't talk about my mother. And he punches him a bunch, right? Yeah. And I'm like, my only shtick is I'm a little bit worried they might bring moms back into it again because they're yeah. highlighting it. And then when it actually happened, my I, I just, it broke me. Like, it just yes. broke me as a person. I was like, I can't believe they're doing this again. I swear, it's crazy. I, I know exactly what thing you're talking about, Man of Steel, where, like, they go after his mom, and he goes, like, don't you touch my mother! And he's just, like, bamming and slamming on him. Yeah, I remember that scene. Fun fact, very few people know this, but Will Smith was inspired by that scene. That's where Will Smith got the idea. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Keep Martha's name out your mouth. Yeah. 100%. He, he had just watched Man of Steel and was like, yeah. this is how we solve problems. Yeah. When people say things. I'll just punch him. Like, That's so funny. <laughs> All right, man. So this movie... um. Before we get into spoilers, what are your thoughts about the movie as a whole? Uh, great question. Um, 
I think this movie is a good like 2014 superhero movie. Like mm. if this movie was made in, in 2014, I think I would have enjoyed it more. And I think that something about it being a sequel or something where they decided to do like they decided to make a lot of decisions that didn't feel fully fleshed out um in yeah. my opinion there were a lot of things they did that i was like okay okay let's go and then it fell short so that's kind of just my general vibe of the movie is that there are moments there are things in this movie that i enjoyed mm-hmm. um I, I always give it up to that because there are certain things that I, I was like okay that's that's well done um and and, and so on and, and we'll go into the details but overall it just fell short in a lot of places for me yeah no i I totally get what you mean for me this movie is a fitting end to the dceu (laughs) like it just fizzled out and that's pretty much my interpretation of the dceu it's something that just started and it never got its footing and it just fizzled out and that's how i feel about this movie like it never got its fit a fitting um footing and it just fizzled out uh there are things that are i like about it but it does seem like they were there were a lot of things that they try to do in post-production that I don't know if, if they, if they work, uh, it looks like they did try to minimize scenes with Amber Heard because of her controversy, even though she was still in it more than I expected. She, I thought they were going to get, uh, rid of a lot more of her scenes, but I guess they were very integral to the plot. Uh, the other thing is I feel like they tried to capture the magic of Thor Ragnarok with Loki yeah. and Thor, and they couldn't do it. Like they, they have good chemistry, but it's not the same. They're trying to, it's one thing to have your own type of chemistry and one thing to like replicate somebody else's chemistry. It felt like they were trying to replicate Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston's chemistry. When these two had their own chemistry, they could have like did their own thing and it would have been great. Uh, th- th- those are my thoughts about the feeling. That's such, that's such a good point because I did feel like there were a lot of moments where they were trying to mash in other movie references. Yeah. Very weird. Like, you know, obviously the ending will we'll go to the whole I'm Aquaman thing, but there's like certain things about like where they're they're the even like certain scenes where they're like, oh, this scene from a popular Spider-Man movie, let's recreate it here. And I'm like, what? Just do your own thing and do it. Like, why are you, yeah. doing, why are you trying to do the same thing that other people did and same to your point like they're redoing thor it's like why why are you trying to do thor again thor yeah. was great and thor 4 was bad you should take that yeah. as a sign not to keep doing thor we don't yeah, want more true. of it that's very true and yeah I, I could see an amalgamation of other movies in here if you look really hard there's iron man in here there's black panther in here there's thor in here there's a little bit of uh everything in here so yeah all right cool so let's talk about a little bit about the history of this movie so they tried to fill us in uh atlantis was part of the seven kingdoms and what happened was they were the most technologically advanced society in the world uh but they were cocky and they had this mineral or something that had unlimited energy but it was messing up the planet and because of that atlantis sank into the bottom of the ocean and because of this energy source or whatever it gave them powers to survive underwater and basically there were a bunch of different i guess kingdoms there are the atlanteans the zebels the breen the fishermen uh the deserters and the trench and then the lost kingdom and this movie is mostly about the lost kingdom so we go into the little bit of history about where all of this is happening 
And then we go back into the present and Aquaman's got a baby. <laughs> so he's got a baby. He's taking care of it. Uh, Arthur Jr. Uh, is just chilling, sitting in front of a fish. Turns out he might have powers. Uh, what are your thoughts about them going in this direction with Aquaman having a kid? I think it's a great movie for a different universe. Like, I think yeah. that that's like if we could have like if you're setting up for a future where we have Aqualad or something like that, that's really fun. Yeah. Like, here it felt very weird. It also felt like they placed it in the movie to give higher stakes in certain situations. Yeah. But then when that actually happened, it also didn't feel like well done because yeah. like the, the one second he's crying about the baby and the next second he's like, uh, oh, whatever, like, let's just move on and talking about other. Th it, it was like, yeah, I think it would have been better to do the whole kid thing for a different movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It didn't fit 100% for me. I I kind of agree with you there. I kind of feel like it was just a like a MacGuffin <laughs> at some point in the movie where it was just this plot point to push the plot forward. Uh, and that's kind of what it felt like. Um, yeah. So listen, Aquaman does not like being king. He finds it boring. So he spends half of his time on land, half of his time in the ocean. Doesn't give a shit about the politics that's happening. <laughs> He's such a terrible king. This man took Orn's girl and his job, and, and it seems like doesn't like either of them. <laughs> there's a point where they seem like they're gonna set up, like they seem like they're gonna set up that Orn is gonna take back the kingdom. There's yeah. a moment where he's like, "You don't even like being king." He's like, "No, I don't." And I thought for a second they were going to be like, okay, you be king again. And then they didn't yeah. even take it there. It's like, what are you? They keep doing these setups and then not doing anything with them. Yeah. And I'm just like, what was the point of him not liking being king? Like that that never paid off in the whole yeah. movie. There was no point where we were like, well, now I'll be a king. No, the, at the end of the movie, he still went against the council. He still, like, where was the growth? Where was the, what happened? That's in so that true. <laughs> they were like, fuck character growth. <laughs> Just, he's just Jason Momoa. I don't <laughs> like being king. At the end of the movie, I still don't like being king, but now I'll tell people. Like, yeah. What, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Man, that's crazy. And he didn't like her, uh, Mira in the beginning either. He didn't like her. <laughs> so he, this man's just taking things from his brother. <laughs> I swear. And he doesn't even want them. You know, I will say on the Amber Heard thing, I was very surprised they kept her in as much as they did. Like you said, yeah, I thought they were really good. Like, if there are several characters that could have taken her spot in a lot of the pivotal moments, like yeah. where she's like dropping down and saving him and stuff like that. And I'm like, why aren't you guys focusing on other characters and maybe building a new or more interesting relationship? Like, if it's a, it's a love story with a person who genuinely, as an actress, like nobody's that excited to see right now considering everything that happened i think a lot of the reasons they kept a lot of the amber heard scenes is probably because they already filmed them i think Maybe. at this point it was just like money thing they're like all right look we already filmed them let's take as many scenes as we can out but the ones that like we need to push the plot forward uh we gotta keep and the fact that they stole her baby if you can't yeah. just steal a woman's baby and have her not be in the movie <laughs> i think that would be kind of weird it was wild, man. They stole the baby. They did this whole scene of no, and then literally they cut to him standing on the ship, being like, "Yeah, we'll figure this out." And they became very calm again. Like it yeah. was like the movie was somebody wrote two different movies and then intercut them at different parts, and it was weird. It was really weird to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So 
after he tells everybody that he does not care about being, you know, uh, king, you find out his kids has power. Uh, and then we get this attack by Black Mantis. Uh, Black Mantis comes in. His helmet looks great. I don't really love his costume. It doesn't look that great without the helmet as it did in the first movie in the first movie his costume looked amazing yeah uh, the helmet didn't look as good in this one the helmet looks really good but it, his costume just looks like a black panther costume with like a giant head on it uh and they explained it by like oh he doesn't need all the armor and cool suit because now he has the power through the trident so they did explain it it just doesn't mm -hmm. look as cool in my opinion like a skinny yeah. suit with a big helmet. That's very true. I think like there's a certain scene where he's sitting back in a chair or something. Uh, yeah. You could definitely transpose that onto the uh, onto the uh, Black Panther movie. Like there would not you would yeah. not. It would be the same scene. Um, he but I I I do think the helmet, like you said, I honestly was really captivated by the helmet. I really like yeah. it, and I I I I, I like the the glowing eyes thing, like glowing lasers. Sure, it's cheesy. Sure, we've seen a million lasers and stuff like that, but it was fun. Yeah. My only issue no. with the lasers is that they didn't seem to do that much damage. You know what I mean? Like they did a lot more damage in the first movie, and for some reason, they didn't do as much in this one. Like it so. hit Mira like straight in the chest, and she woke up the next day with like some burns, and she was okay. Yeah, yeah, I know that was pretty well. Uh, we got somebody in the comments saying like, "I'll wait for streaming." Uh, this is definitely a movie you can probably wait for streaming. There is no surprises in this movie where you would be like, "Oh man, you spoiled it." Like I can tell you this, like the spoil. I can spoil this movie for you. And like you'll walk into the first ten minutes of this movie and be like, I'm I pretty know I pretty much know how it's gonna end. <laughs> I just, like, if it's if there's anything to spoil, it's that if you ever at any point in the movie go like, oh wow, what will they do with that? The answer is nothing. They will not. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they set something up and then they don't do anything with it, you're like. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, right. by spoiling this movie, we're probably doing you a favor because we're lowering your expectations. Because <laughs> because if you go to this movie with good high expectations, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so there's so many moments where they just could have done something and they didn't. And um and and like like we said from the beginning, it's like what's the real character growth for for the main character? It's not that clear. I feel like Oren had better character yeah. growth than than Aquaman. He uh, did. Like. Like or and Oren was interesting to me. Like I enjoyed watching Oren, some of Oren's scenes. Yeah. Um, but not really the the connection between them. It was more the funny fish out of water thing. Literal yeah, fish out of water him, with him. Him like trying to like he's getting pranked into eating plants and like yeah. weird bugs and stuff like that. Yeah, I totally get that. That part is is funny. Oren is actually a great character. I don't know if you ever watched um. Uh, what's the show young justice but ocean master is a fucking menace like he does horrible things he like tried to kill barry allen's kids like he is vicious he is not a joke so like it's funny that like you know he's being funny and joking here but like he's actually a very very good villain and i feel like if he got the proper writer he could have been really, really good. And he could have gotten, he could have literally gotten like the Loki badass villain turn uh, like anti-hero if they had enough time and a good amount of writers. Oren could have been that. Well, that's really true. And I think that uh, there is one thing that 
I, I don't know how to feel about it, but sometimes I feel like DC pulls back on some of its punches. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kidnapped the baby, like even for Black Manta. They kidnapped the baby, maybe have the baby die. And then we feel really sad. And it's like a big moment. Like, I'm not saying kill babies. It's not a good idea. But I'm just yeah. saying actually deliver something super sad, like super tough or super sad. Because like if you remember all of the best moments in superhero movies are things there's a lot of situations where things happen that we didn't imagine them like yeah, yeah. or huge moment it's because he lost half the population like uh batman uh, uh several of the batman movies like actual consequences happen and in yeah, this yeah. movie it was like it was it was stakes but then nothing yeah it's i think orin orin could have been scarier black manta could have been scarier those i don't know those are my yeah favorite. yeah uh we got some people in the comments uh more fire muzzy is saying put me in the live now uh this is the podcast so it doesn't work like that uh <laughs> but if you do go to the youtube link you can get into the comments and you can your comments will show up on the screen uh yes all right so let's talk about uh black manta's goes he fights uh and starts messing shit up and he has the black trident um and you know he has to you know overcome all of this stuff and then when they go and they find it they say this weird ass line like thank god for global warming and i'm like this entire movie is like a very like flaccid level of like oh it's kind of preaching global warming but like doing it in a very lazy way and then on top of that you're gonna throw in a comment like thank god for global warming i was like what are you trying to do here i don't understand Neeps, the big bad guy was greenhouse gases that were green okay so i think they covered that greenhouse gases are bad because they're yeah. green and they glow and greenhouse that like it was very very basic like you said it was very shallow very top level and then they add these weird comments like Thank God for global war. They had several things like that, but they were very like simplistic with their attack, attack, quote unquote, on global yeah. warming, which didn't really feel that genuine, but okay. No, no, for sure. For sure. Um, also, um, one of the, you mentioned Aqualad uh, a little bit earlier. The interesting thing about Aqualad is Aqualad is actually supposed to be Black Manta's son, not uh, mm -hmm. Arthur Curry's son, which is very interesting because like his dad is a, big villain but he ends up being a good guy and starts working for uh aquaman so i think that's pretty interesting like that would have been a cool story that i would have loved so that would have been really really cool um let's see what else we got uh black mantis talks about global warming uh and then they, what they have to do is they're like okay how are we going to fight him they're like well yeah. we got to go and get orn so orn is being captured by the fishmen and i'm like yeah he did kind of kill their king so they're not going that's another reason he can't be king again homeboy just killed another king <laughs> like they're yeah. not gonna let you be king. i'm sorry the best they can do is let you eat burgers at a shitty restaurant with a burger and put a bug in it that's true that's true. i mean honestly yeah he can't be king again but I, th I think there was a moment that I did like is when, and I'll skip ahead if that's okay, a little bit. Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, when he does have that moment of of holding the trident and questioning things, yeah, I like that because they they could have gone the traditional amount of like, no, I'm character growth now. I'm not gonna be swayed. But yeah. actually, no, this is a dark character. This is yeah. a bad guy. When he's swayed, he should be swayed. Like I did yeah. like that. 
I like that 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 aspect. I like like he is. We should always feel like there is a danger with him, and I think they could have done that a bit more. I did like it was very cheesy, but I also liked the second where he touches water and becomes superhero. Like that's oh that that part was actually really good. Like yeah, he was like was struggling, fun. he was skinny, and yeah. then he touches water. He's like zoop. He gets yeah. like his powers back. I did like that. That part was kind of cool. It was fun. It was fun. Like I think he had like Orin had a lot of a lot of good moments in the movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think he they could have upped his danger more. That like he's more dangerous. That there is like moments where he's questioning maybe a couple more times before the end of the movie. It felt like the only time where he really was questioning his legions was when he held the trident. But I think there's 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 more to do with that character, and I hope they consider like doing something with him again in the new DC universe. Yeah, I really hope they do bring back Ocean Master and make like a really like badass version of him. That would be really, really cool. Uh, I don't think Jason Momoa is going to be Aquaman again, but there is rumors that he may be Lobo. In fact, he is a huge Lobo fan, and he said if they asked, he would do it without question. So I wouldn't mind seeing him back in the DCEU as Lobo. I think he I think he makes a better Lobo than an Aquaman, to be honest with you. I think a lot of this movie was an audition for Lobo, honestly. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of moments where he's being goofy for no reason. And yeah. he's being extra weird and extra, extra. And like there were times where I thought Orn made a better Aquaman than Jason Momoa. Yeah. Like it really yeah. should have been Orn as like Aquaman and Jason Momoa as in Lobo. And you put these two people in a movie and I feel like you would have had a hit. Yeah. That would have been a hit. That they they have, that's the thing. They have the ingredients to make great movies. <laughs> yeah. They have, they have the setups for great movies. They have all the right things. And then yes. they just don't give it to you. They just look you in the eye and they just take it away and give you. No, you're right. It's like you have all the ingredients for pizza but you make cake. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. And you're like, why does this cake taste like pepperoni? And it's like, because why are you putting pepperoni in a cake? Nobody gets it. It's it's really there's a there's a lot of things that they did that was just strange, just strange. Just, even I'll give you a good example of this where it feels like shallow, right? Mm -hmm. There's that scene where Black Manta's first attacking Atlantis, and there's this moment where Black Manta's about to get away, and Aquaman sees him, but then he sees a train that's getting derailed, and he says, "Okay, which am I gonna decide to go?" And he goes and saves the people on the fake bus or fake train. Or yeah. Whatever. Which is a very classic superhero moment, right? Right. But it's it's in the little things. Like the reason you like most people aren't gonna remember that scene or feel like that scene's great. And I this is just from my opinion watching the movie, is because they never show us the people inside the bus. Yeah. You just see a bus moving. That could be one dude in there. We have no yeah. idea. I think they show you hear some screams for a second. But if you think back of like the same exact scene in Spider-Man, for example. Right. Where, we saw all the people in there. Yeah. You see the little kid's face and he's screaming. He's like, mommy. And there's a moment and it's it's cheesy, but it's there for a reason. Like it's 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 cheesy. Yeah. But it's, it grabs reason. the audience and it, exactly. it it gives levity to that scene and makes it like worth something, right? Like something exactly. to lose. I, exactly. I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, how is a bus underwater falling? Like, can't these motherfuckers just swim? Like, I don't understand what's happening. So here. many things. It doesn't make sense. I don't even know. Like, in the end, did he really save them or did he give them a lighter crash? Like, yeah. I don't I don't really know what would have been the like maybe if we'd seen another one crash and people falling out of it and then yeah. skip to this one and he's like, okay, I'm gonna save the second one because I couldn't save the first one. Do yeah. something. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Like make exactly. us feel something, explain some of the logic a little bit more, you know. It was Yeah. Great. So so uh Ocean Master and Aquaman, they go to the saloon to get information. They have this little funny scene. Um that was fine. I don't really remember much of it. Then they go to the jungle. The jungle, I feel like with where their chemistry was starting to actually connect and stuff like that and, and they're having a good time. All of the plants and all the uh, uh, insects are huge because of like this whatever this volcano or furnace that they're using so that's all that's happening and then uh they get into a fight with mantis again and this yeah. time it's the big blowout fight and ocean master touches the trident and he learns everything so basically he finds out that they need the blood of someone who's royalty and they figured out, well, we're all here. <laughs> Where are they going to get? And then they were like, oh, shit, his son. So that's when they have to go back and get their son. But then before this happens, uh, the author realized that the whole story. So what happened was the king of Atlantis, Atlan, had a fight with the king of, was it, Nerkus, Nexus? Uh, I forget what it's Necris called. Necris, yeah. I think the this kingdom was Necris. Uh, and they were brothers. And then they kind of got into a fight and he sealed them in an icy tomb at the bottom of Antarctica. And I was like, okay, cool. There's some history there. So I didn't mind that. That was cool. Then they go back and look for the kid and their house is all messed up. Their dad's all messed up. I feel like this was a... this would have been a great time to kill off a character like yep. give us somebody like something somebody lose his dad didn't even die like if his dad died that would have been some character development that would have been some level t also there's no movie after this so you might as well kill character you're not going to use them again <laughs> kill aquaman kill 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 everyone kill you know what i mean like not not really but like it's just like do something shocking that makes us want to go see this movie because it's the end of this thing and yeah. do something crazy, which you Yo, can't ima do. imagine if they killed Aquaman and then uh Orin took over as the, the king, like that would have been an ending nobody would have saw coming. And it would have been so cool. I would and it wouldn't have mattered because and it, like would have cared. Worst case scenario, you get bad reviews. What you have bad reviews now? <laughs> like, exactly. What is this risk that you're taking by not doing something dramatic with these characters? Yeah. And showing us like a little blood, like a little intensity. It's like do something. Yeah. yeah. Do something. I do think though, in his defense, I feel like the movie probably could have made more money if James Gunn didn't announce to the entire world that the DCEU is dead. I don't understand why he couldn't just keep that under his hat for like another few months and then told everybody that the DCEU is dead. You know, I'm on the same page with you. And the thing about it is, it's not like it would have been the first time either. Because, for example, Batman's uh, Matt Reeves' Batman is yeah. like disconnected from the DCEU. Yeah. So when that came out, like when none of us were like, oh, this is coming out means the end of DCEU. Like, nope. keep making your cool Superman project that we yeah. all really want to see. But don't tell us that this is the end of DCEU. This yes. Is the end of Momoa. This is the end of all these things. It, I felt the same way about Blue Beetle. I was. It was a Blue Beetle was actually a great, like a fun movie in my opinion. Like not yeah. the best movie ever, but it was like a solid movie DCEU terms. Yeah. But I went in there knowing that this was probably the last one of the last things in DCEU. Like I wasn't really that invested, you know. Yeah. As a fan. Absolutely, I'm on the. Same I really way. think that they could probably salvage that movie if they really wanted. Like I feel like. 
because it's so disconnected from the rest of the DCEU. Like you could just there's only like one reference to Batman, and yeah. outside of that, like you could do it if you wanted to. But who knows what James Gunn is is planning? But they don't want to say it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they don't want to say, say yeah. that. You can also say like, no, there's a chance, like we might do this, or or we're thinking about or something like that. They kept it really vague throughout the thing. It was like, oh, yeah. we're having talks. That's all they would say. They just kept saying they were having talks. And it's like, be a little bit more, like, give us a little bit more, make it, make us a little bit more invested into, like, this movie having some kind of consequences. And then it was way, way worse with Aquaman because we knew for sure that Aquaman is just not going to happen, is is not going to be, yeah. none of this is going to have any kind of consequences past this day. Nope. So absolutely it just, nothing. It was just, uh, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't ambitious enough for the last movie, you know, the last movie of something of this, you know, just be, be risky, do something crazy. I know, man. Just like throw it out the window. Go Leroy Jenkins on this shit. Like it would, it wouldn't have mattered. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would have, would have been annoyed. like worst case scenario. You get bad reviews. Get bad reviews, but like at least get something. It did. Yeah. Like it just feels so mediocre now. Like it's not even. Yeah. The movie wasn't even the worst movie in the DCEU or anything. And but it wasn't. It was just a, a mid, mid yeah. situation. Yeah. But, All right. So they fine they go to antarctica also we didn't mention this but like randall parks randomly in this movie <laughs> not randomly but like he's probably the best part of this movie <laughs> but he's so wasted he's, he is he's wasted. another ingredient that is a magical ingredient that we've yes. seen so well he's able to resurrect i like i feel like he's such a great actor and i'm not saying everything he touches is gold he's had bad characters before yeah but there's a lot of situations and similar situations to this where he's an incredible character because he gets these quippy lines and he yeah. does a couple smiles. And this one, he's a distraught scientist. And I'm like, why? Why are you so intense with this guy right now? Just relax. Like, have some uh, fun <laughs> with him. Like, <laughs> like, all he does in the movie is save the baby at the end. <laughs> that was his one quality. I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, all right. So they get into a fight. Uh, and then Black Mantis just gets like, after all this hype about Black Mantis, in the third act, they kind of just like drop him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they no longer need him. And the Trident is taken over by Orn. And Orn beats the crap out of Arthur and gets dropped kicked or something on top of this stone. His mm -hmm. blood is spilled. And because of that, the king is being resurrected. And I'm just like, that's it. That was all of Black Mantis. Like your main villain is just like, that's it. Uh, like Black Mantis is a villain everyone knows. This like random king from like Nexus or whatever. No one's heard of this. Like, this is starting to get anticlimactic the way they're kind of doing this. Um, and they have this kind of fight. I thought the fight was decent. It wasn't a bad fight. It was all right uh, with Black Mantis and everything. But it ends like very anticlimactic. And then this king comes out. He comes alive. They fight with him a little bit. And then they throw the trident at him. And then he catches the trident because it's his trident. But then they throw Aquaman's trident through his trident and kills him. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> you know what movie did that scene better? And uh, and I don't mean that, but you know, every Robin movie, Hood movie every ever made. Robin Hood movie, every Bra <laughs> do you remember Brave? Brave, Brave yeah. Scene better. Brave was so much better, and that was like a little cheeky scene in the beginning of Brave. Was yeah. Better than the climax of this movie of this millions of dollars movie. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? Like, 
the fight between Orin and Aquaman, really fun. That's one of the yeah. highlights for me in the movie. Like the, a lot of the choreography is really well done. Yeah, yeah. The cinematography is really fun. Like they do such great things with like even the comic booky element of this movie is fun to watch because we get to see it. Like Aquaman yeah. is fully in his uniform. There's all these colors. But then they do these weird things like, oh, we beat him by throwing a trident. And yeah. Throwing another trident. And then if that doesn't work, we're going to throw a third trident. And then we're just going to keep throwing forks at him until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, man. Like all the ingredients are there, but like the movie's going to be, it's like, it's like better ingredients, shitty pizza. It's the Papa John's of the DCEU. <laughs> 100%. I also, to your point about Black Mantis, he could have been, there could have been this amazing moment where Black mantis like is thrown to the side and then yeah. he shows up from behind this king and kills the king and yeah. takes over the power again or something like that because yeah like you said he's he's, he's the, the guy he's the guy we should end the he, movie with him although he has good motivation like yeah he aquaman left his father to die that's not what a hero does 100 right like yeah he there were mercenaries but like what the hell like you know you don't just leave a man to die in the middle of like the water like of course his vengeance is like is valid so yeah. like he's someone that like if you give him a good killmonger speech the audience can sympathize with him and oh, make him a great villain but they don't do that and instead they kind of just forget about him and then he's hanging at the end and then arthur tries to save him which is supposed to be his like redeeming quality because he didn't save his dad but it the emotion wasn't there it didn't hit i know what they're trying to do but it wasn't there yeah and that's the thing is that it, it, they focused on that element of like oh we're gonna do the same scene but backwards instead of focusing on let's actually uh, give this character a good ending because he, he doesn't get a good ending he just falls away again and it, he falls away in a way too that makes me think, oh, they're setting him up for another movie. You know, there's like a yeah, but there is no movie. <laughs> there's no other movie. So I'm like, then why are they doing this? I don't know. Like this, this just movie is full of why are they doing this? Yeah. <laughs> for what purpose does this serve? This I is the know. one movie where you could have killed everybody. <laughs> so much, man. Black Mantis should have won. Like he should have won, and then yeah. even don't even kill anyone. You know what? Keep everybody alive, but have yeah. them running away for their lives. Have Aquaman famously lose his arm, which is yes. The they never did that. They never did the, the arm thing. Oh my god! You're that ever happened. You're so right. They could have done that. They didn't do the arm. Just cut off his arm. Just do something. Literally, the end of the movie, nothing has gone like there have been no consequences to anybody's actions. The worst person having a difficult time is Orn now needs to walk around and eat cheeseburgers on his own and put things, <laughs> and put, 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 put crunchy cockroaches in it, which yeah. like is, is like, uh, you know, it, it's just there's not. There's no risk taken with this movie. It's a very safe bet movie, which, again, if I watched this in 2014, I probably would have enjoyed it more. It would have been yeah. a, a more enjoyable movie for me. But it's just that. No. Good. I feel like the problem with franchises are people are always like, let's save this for later. Let's save this for later. They could have done so many things they were probably saving for later, and it's just a waste. 
Like it just became a waste. So I don't really know. Um, so they saved the baby. Everyone's safe. Uh, for some reason, nobody needs a coat, even though they're in Antarctica. Like, okay. <laughs> even Randall Park is wearing like a small parka. Like I've been to Antarctica. It's like negative 50 degrees. It's cold as fuck. Uh, Dude, I'm cold in New Jersey. What are you talking about? I know. I was wearing a freaking North Face this morning. Yeah, it's crazy. Um so they let Oren go, which, you know, good for them. Aquaman stole his girl. He stole his job. <laughs> he didn't want either of them. And now he, and then they put him in jail. And they were torturing him in jail. Like, he was, like, yeah. malnutrition. That was some, like, fucking Abu Ghraib shit, man. That's messed up. Like, messed bro, up. feed your prisoners. Or, like, get, you couldn't even have water. That was insane. It was weird. It was too much. Like, it- it had a good effect in the end, but yeah, like that, you y'all like what the, the guy killed one, your king. I get it, but like, yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I'm I'm like, yeah, he should be in jail. I mean, it's a whole moral question, but like, it's oh, yeah. it's a good thing he was in jail, right? That's the only thing. But yeah, they were treating it pretty badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Look, he wanted to. His biggest crime was that he wanted to go to war with the surface world. Because the surface world is fucking up their world. He's <laughs> fucking up their shit. Like, I, like, like, he kind of had a point too. Like, but in Arthur's point, like, how are we going to rectify this if we don't tell the world we're here? Right? You got to let them know we're here. Yeah, but that's the thing. Arthur never goes back and talks to the council again. Arthur no, has he... this big stick with the council, confronts yeah. them. It's like, no, we need to do this. And then he says, all right, bye. And then... Two hours later, he makes an announcement. We see one shot of the council going. Err. Yeah. <laughs> like so, like in theory, Arthur is a fascist. <laughs> Arthur's a fascist. He never like at least make the impassioned speech to your people. Like this is the issue with borrowing things from other movies that yeah that you didn't fully borrow. When when Wakanda does it, when when Black Panther does it. They do it with this very passionate speech that's yes. less towards the people, like towards the world, and more towards his own nation. He's like, we, you know, we. I'm talking to my people. We need to, you know, go out. I know this isn't what we want, but we need to go past what yeah. we want and so on. Um, to the extent that the the other advisors, the fake UN and Black Panther, go, yeah. What would we learn from you? Because they don't yeah. understand what Wakanda is, right? So he was clearly talking to Wakanda. He's not actually talking to other people. Mm. But Aquaman's speech was straight up, let me talk to everybody else and not talk to my people. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, so what did you accomplish by doing this? Like, wouldn't if I was in Aquaman's world and I was on the side of the council, this is great opportunity for me to stage an uprising, which would be great for a third movie. That's never going to happen. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I don't know. Uh-huh. It's a lot of stuff. But like, you're. But the thing is, like, it does feel like it's barring from a lot of movies. So, like, we got the UN scene at the end from Black Panther. We got the suit for Black Manta from Black Panther. There's a scene where he goes, "I am Aquaman." Again, from Iron Man, there's like the Thor Ragnarok stuff. There is like just borrowed from so much stuff. There's probably some Lion King shit in here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I really feel like it is a combination of a lot of movies. And I go, I know there's nothing new under the sun. Like every movie is probably a combination of something. But this was just right there in your face. Um, and I don't know. I felt like it was an appropriate ending to the dceu like yeah 
it just is like the and the end credit scene is just him eating a burger with the cockroach in it, and that's it. You know, the thing about it is I watched the movie in the cinema and and there was like actually people like it was a full cinema because it's windy and rainy and there's nothing else to do with Jersey right now. But everybody was in the cinema. The whole movie, I'm like listening. I'm paying attention to how people are reacting, like whether they're going to laugh at bits, whether they're going to react, what they're going to do. And the only time someone reacted was at the end when he's eating the sandwich. They go, oh, and I'm like, oh, that's how you end the DCEU. Yeah. Uh, is the appropriate <laughs> reaction to the end of the DCU. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. With that, we're, we've closed the chapter on yeah. DCEU. Ibrahim, let our audience know where they can find you, man. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a pleasure. I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Funny Falafel. And, uh, yeah, feel free to hit me up, hit a follow, and, and uh, you know, see my content. I'll post there. I'm also in New York City. I'll be, like, performing shows every once in a while. Feel free to come out uh, and see a show. Come say hi. I'm friendly. I, I will be nicer to you than I am to DCU. I promise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Definitely, definitely go check him out. And if you're ever doing a show in New Jersey, somewhere in like New Brunswick or something, let me know, man. I would love to come and, and come support. New York is a little bit of a trek, so I have to make like a, a whole day out of it. But still, sure. I I would love to come see you again. And everybody, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. We are at 7,000 subscribers on YouTube. We want to get to 10,000. That'll be really cool. Uh, so feel free to join us on YouTube and hit the bell button. The bell button gives you it gives you a notification when we are live so you can always join us and be in the comments. And it's a lot of fun in the comments. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds.